Hello guys and welcome to a new episode of Don't Let The Stand. You are here today with your host, Eads McKenzie and Nicholas Terrell. And Chopper. It has been a busy week. Um, we don't have a lot of time today, so we're just going to go straight ahead to the new section. Um, just because we've had a few clashes with bookings and stuff like that. And we still wanted to give you an episode. So let's go straight into the news topic. So Nick, do your thing. Cool, cool, cool. Um, just a happy belated to Eden, whose birthday was yesterday. Fun times. So, um, and I hope you all enjoyed Carnival. So let's move in to the news. Um, so Taylor Swift says she plans to re-record material after losing the rights to her songs to Scooter Braun. So um, Taylor Swift obviously has said that these are her plans. Um, the rep for stars, including Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber and Carly Rae Jepsen, Scooter Braun um, has obviously won the rights to her songs. So the talent manager recently made a 300 million acquisition of Tate Swift's former label, Big Machine Label Group, very big label. And the deal includes the ownership of Swift's first six records from 2006, self-titled debut album to 2014's 1989 and her latest reputation. Following this deal, Swift called out Braun for incessant manipulative bullying, while Justin Bieber responded in defense of his manager, calling her unfair and accusing her of encouraging fans to attack him online. When asked in an interview in CBS News whether she would consider re-recording the material she lost the rights to, she confirmed that this was absolutely her plan. What are you guys' thoughts on the news with Taylor Swift and the whole business endeavour with Scooter? I think it's just kind of mad that someone can actually buy your masters. Like, I know he um acquired the record label Big Machine that she signed to, but it's just still, I feel like it's mad that that comes with acquiring the masters of all the artists and albums signed with it. But like the legalities of music and masters are a whole other thing themselves. Like, I don't know if people are aware that Michael Jackson owns the Beatles masters, <laughs> which I think is, I know I'm sure the estate is earning hella good money <laughs> from even in death, hella, earning hella good money from anything the Beatles do. Cause that's, yeah, the Beatles are like a billion dollar industry in themselves. But, um, I guess I I don't really care because I'm not a fan of her music anyway, but I just, I don't really see the the point. Like, I understand, like, ownership, but the point is he still owns your masters. He's still going to profit off them. So what difference does it really make if you record the albums? Because it's not like when JoJo recorded her albums because they were literally unavailable. No, they weren't anywhere to be found mm. except on YouTube. But Taylor's, like her music is available on all streaming platforms you can buy them like i don't there's no i don't want you to re-record them i don't see what's gonna like i don't get it like i mean i get it but i don't think it's gonna do as much justice to her and her fans in the same way when jojo did hers yeah i don't think and also on a shady note um <laughs> if i didn't like if i didn't like jojo's re-records because thankfully i actually have the actual CDs of her first two albums. So I didn't have to bother with these re-records because they weren't it. But for those Taylor, I don't like Taylor Swift anyway. So why would I want to hear her re-record already mediocre music? But that's me. I think um, it really depends how she does it. If she makes it exactly the same in terms of the composition and um, the lyrics are exactly the same, and there's, there's features or something this time, maybe that might work more in her favor. I remember... Um, what was the name? Um, Kelly Clarkson. Was she the one who advised her? Yes. Um, I remember Kelly Clarkson was saying she needs to um, provide some kind of incentive for her fans to actually switch from the old ones to the new ones. Um, so maybe she has a plan in terms of that. Maybe um, 
she'll switch it up a bit. Maybe she'll do more remixes or something. It um, wouldn't be a good idea though, because the because the whole point is is the ownership. So you can't like obviously people know and love beloved those albums. Like you have you know six albums. People have grown up with those. Mm. They have memories attached to them. Like they want to hear them as they are. Mm. And that's why back to JoJo's thing. Why a lot of people didn't really fuck with the re-records. Like you know we'll stick to YouTube mm. because yes you're older now and you're a better singer now, but it's just not the same. It's mm. just not the same. So like, yes, you can do, and even with JoJo, like she was doing like some random new ad libs and like doing harmony. Like, no, just, but you can't recreate that magic. You can't recreate, especially because she was like 13, 12 years old, which is yeah. the first album. Like you can't recreate that kind of innocence <laughs> and that kind of tone because you're a grown woman now. Mm. And same with Taylor. Taylor was like 16, 17 when she first came out. So like, yeah, you can do that, but you may as well just make that as a companion release to like, a deluxe edition version or a 20th anniversary but like if we're trying to re-record them to kind of i guess kind of usurp scooter braun's little having your masters it would it would have to be the same but obviously it's not going to be the same because i was going to know it's different because you're older it's going to sound slightly different but then the difference is she has more money than jojo so so the quality might be better because she has the money to actually recreate them to the point where she could, and she ain't changed the vocals anyway. So it don't be any hard notes to hit or anything. Um, I'd say if you said she hasn't improved her vocals in the entire span of her career, is that what you're basically saying? As I was saying, <laughs> I don't, I don't know her enough to comment um, on that aspect of her career. But I know she's yeah, a big fan base. Nick can go. Um, I don't have really much to say. Like Remy Ma and Nipsey said. Um, yeah own your masters and nipsey had his exclusive deal with atlantic records before he died which ensured that his masters were protected so he was that kind of artist so that's all i have to say on it really it's the same with brandy as well isn't it because she recently bought all of her masters i believe i remember reading that somewhere where she bought her masters brandy yeah i didn't know that uh, i think so Good i for remember her reading then. it somewhere um, on that note i'm taylor swift i wish you the best i mean i don't really care but i wish you the best <laughs> Yeah, but sh- but if that is true that Brandy you bought your 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 masters, I love it. Mm. I love it. I know Sierra recently got all her masters. Mm. Um, well, Russell did. Um, and Rihanna, Rihanna bought the master all her albums last year, I believe. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. But again, it's a lesson almost because that that could have gone a completely different way with all parties if the um the other side of the parties decided actually were not we have them we're not going to sell them mm, to you mm. so they like literally any other any artist in this situation now who don't have their masters you're in a very vulnerable position if you want to profit off of those mm. because the party there are some labels out there there are some situations there are some people artists that politically just labels don't like anymore that they won't sell those back to you and it reminds me very much of when um oh what was her name? Uh, Left Eye, that's it. Left Eye bought all the websites, the, ad- the sites uh, for Little Kim and et cetera, et cetera. It, it kind of draws parallel to that. So Little Kim couldn't buy her website or the um, rights to her website or the name to like have the website domain. And then she went to see who bought it and it was Left Eye. And she's like, girl, I got all these ones for all y'all because I know that this was how white people got to do it and all this kind of stuff. So in terms of your masters, try and negotiate that in your deal. Try and build up your fan base as much so you have leverage when you go into these label situations so that you can kind of say, well, I'm owning my masters if I sign to you or just do it the independent route if you think you can sell like that. But yeah, that's it on Taylor Swift unless anyone else has any thoughts. No? Um, 
yeah, good luck, Taylor. Um, moving on to Jay-Z and NFL. So there was a lot more fallout in the partnership. So um, there's no plans. Uh, it's been reported by the likes of Complex to make um, an ownership level arrangement with Jay-Z so a lot of people were speculating that this may be the end goal for Jay-Z and this may be the plan but um, after investigated journalists um, did the research they found out that actually there's no plans on an ownership level to actually involve Jay-Z at the table there was more fallout and rumours on the likes of Jermaine Dupri for example um, denying Jay-Z telling him to not take the NFL deal because previously obviously he was there was a Super Bowl discussion and um, there was a lot of rumours that apparently Jay-Z he told the likes of Jermaine Dupri, the likes of Travis Scott not to perform. And they, it was part of a wider point, which was saying, actually, Jay-Z, um, you're contradicting yourself by the year after just signing on to help them out in whatever capacity. So, yeah, that was debunked by Jermaine Dupri himself. Elsewhere, Cardi B believes that Jay-Z is taking the Colin, uh, the deal sorry, with the NFL to help eventually get Colin Kaepernick back into the NFL. Um, she said, I feel like Jay-Z can bring him back. I feel like he has that power. I feel like Jay-Z um, can do it. So she thinks that Jay-Z could try and make a change within the organisation despite the controversy surrounding the move. Um I don't think he'd go on an NFL deal without an agreement. I feel like if he went in there, all right, guys, if you want me to work there with y'all, you'll need me to put my peoples in there. So she feels like to change the system, you kind of have to be within the system and have the power. So she thinks Jay-Z is the person to do that. And then obviously Damon Dash had some words no. for Jay-Z on Adam 22's No Jumper for a popular po podcast, which is both visual and audio. Um, just to let you know, um, Adam22 has sexual um, allegations against him as well. Um, just to let you know, Damon Dash made the decision to partner with him for that interview. But yeah, anyway, Damon Dash, um, if you ask anyone in the industry, it's common knowledge that Jay ain't shit. He's about the bag. We all know that he's self-preserving, period. It's uh, just that the people he does it two don't have Beyonce next to him. They don't have that kind of power. It's not even a secret he do that shit to me with girls. I'll be, be talking to a chick and I'll be like, yo, she asked me to do this and that and the third. And he'll be like, I wouldn't do that. And then the next day he's wifed her. So this is an ongoing hip hop kind of feud between the two um, with Jermaine, um, not Jermaine Dupree, Damon Dash stating that Jay-Z takes his woman and his, his sloppy seconds essentially. Um, and wrapping up, Damon Dash said, there's always been a pattern with that dude. Everyone always forgives him. He's like Trump in that way. He could do anything, say anything. And everyone goes with the populist sometimes. So amongst all this controversy with the Jay-Z and NFL deal, um, Kaepernick's attorney calls Jay-Z cold-blooded and said his deal crosses the intellectual picket line so there's a lot of different opinions going around about jay-z and the nfl what are you guys' thoughts if there's any involving thoughts on the deal and the controversy and the damon dashes and the jermaine dupree's and the cardi b's and the attorneys and did you mention freddie gibbs i didn't mention freddie gibbs um what happened with freddie gibbs you you tweeted about it remember he was like oh um Fuck Colin Kaepernick, blah, blah, blah. I'm on Jay's, Jay's side because Colin signed a, a settlement deal. 
Oh yeah, blah, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah, 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 like yeah, that. yeah. So basically, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is Freddie, kind of fair. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs is basically um, highlighting the fact that there's con- a lot of contradictions on both sides of the fence, and yeah, there's there's a lot of opinion. There's a lot of opinion um, back and forth, and it just keeps evolving each week. So, what are you guys' thoughts on the line? Have you switched sides? Have you like what what's going on? What what do you think of the comments? I just think regardless of jay-z's intentions and what we think of jay-z as being i just don't think this is a good look and mainly because we seem to have so much more clarification and more information and more explicit know-how about he's gonna be involved in the super bowl now but with the social change political initiative they have it just seems all up in the air and very ambiguous like i still don't understand mm. what that part of the deal is mm. it's like every article i read it just seems to be the same three sentences but there's just so much mm. detail and scope about the super bowl and rock nation blah 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 he can now get more artists from his team it's like which i guess fine but mm. i just don't think it's a good look and it's especially because it's like you can't do a 360 like you were literally cussing them in several of your songs yeah you were speaking to Jermaine Dupree, you were speaking to Travis Scott, and then now you have to change your energy. Oh, it wasn't because of that, it wasn't because of this. But, but Jermaine Dupree debunked it though. I don't, yeah, and the thing is, I kind of don't believe him. Okay. I don't, I know JD said that, I know, but I don't believe Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted you to clarify yeah. that. I feel like, I, don't either, I feel like he just doesn't want to publicly shame Jay Z. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't believe him. Yeah. I believe it happened. Because mm. why would he do the Travis School and mm. everything like that? I just think ultimately, and like the whole intellectual picking line thing, there's like no way you can really intellectually, philosophically justify this. Mm. This organization, this institution has caused, regardless of whether Colin settled or not, which obviously does, unfortunately, you know, you know, how can I put it? It kind of does mm. wither his argument and kind of wither his protest. Yeah. Regardless of what happened, the point of the matter is NFL, you know, they kicked him out of the NFL for protesting against the rights of black people. And outside of Colin Kaepernick, they have a they have a very racist history and present anyway. Like yeah. there's several of their owners who are Trump supporters who have said like the N-word and other things, who've been caught saying racist things. So even outside of Colin, it's like you know that there's a very racialized history <laughs> behind the NFL. So mm. for, for you to kind of like go into partnership with them. And he, and I just didn't like the way he was so dismissive. Like in that press conference he had last week, I didn't like how dismissive he was of um, Colin and kind of just just deliberately not speaking on the conversation he had with Colin. Like, oh, we need to talk about that. No, we do need to talk about that, sir, because <laughs> you two are were supposedly cool. We had a conversation which you know everyone would want to be privy to, but now you don't talk about it because you know mm. he was near for it because you know you're full of shit. And then he said, "We've gone past kneeling now." and this is the next step for social change, but mm. it, but goes at some point. There's still no clarification on what the social change activist side of this deal yeah. is pertaining to, or what it actually involves. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely resonate with some of that. I think it is a very um, messy political, social music music industry related kind of situation that we're in. I think with Jay-Z, again, as I said last week, we kind of have to just see him for what he is. And he's kind of a capitalist. He's a businessman. He's a venturist. Um, and 
you know, the deal is a live music consultant as well as a social justice. Let's not ignore the live music part which Chopin addressed. It will self-serve his quite clear record label. You know what I mean? It will serve the artist that he signs on, the artist that he manages, the likes of Meek Mill, if he ever decided to play it, um, the Super Bowl halftime show or a part of it. Um, it would serve him. It would serve many of his clients. So I think with Jay-Z, the social justice part, I just think with it in just industry an institution like Chope said that involves so many racist figures and especially with the um news factor of it being not an ownership level how can one black man who is among several white billionaires let's be real billionaires amongst the industry um solve this like I don't think him alone can solve anything and I don't think that deal is going to do much anyway on an institutional level. It's just that same thing where people think representation um, equals the actual social change and social structure change, which we've seen loads of times fails to happen and is failing to happen. Um, one of those being our own UK government, our own mm. UK parliament. So, you know, Diana Abbott's been there for eons now, you know, and love mm. her to bits, love her. But the fact that she, just this year actually, suffered a very horrific media campaign against her um for something very minor in my opinion um is a testament to the fact that there's been no change you know the like the fact that whatever pandering whatever like david lammy's stupid agenda is um is proving insignificant is another factor of that the fact that barack obama was fucking president of the united states and nothing really really on a like social structure flip the system level changed is a testament to that as well the fact that michelle obama still speaks out as her own black woman at these prestigious events and nothing seems to change on a big systemic level is a testament to that so i think jay-z in the nfl it's not really going to do anything in my personal opinion and this leads to my um, oh sorry and he's a capitalist and businessman so that that's basically it so get your business it's a great it might be a potentially very lucrative business deal um and serve you in the financial element but people need to just get out of the mind frame of that the social change thing is actually going to do anything because in mm. my opinion it's not mm. and this is not be being a pessimist net pessimist that's it i was thinking optimist but no pessimist um, it's me just being a realist and, and that's the facts I can look back at this in 10 years and say it absolutely did nothing or nothing of substance to black players and black people in that institution um, and social change back to Chope and this leads to like my and kind of my final point ultimately I don't regardless of the logistics and the the details of the deal I don't I just don't think it's worth the bad press he's getting the even in terms of lack of street cred or the lack of disrespect mm. you're going to get from the hip-hop community and the black community at large mm. because ultimately this will not circumvent or subvert the status quo if anything the nfl is finally finally gonna get back in the good graces of wider america because black or white gay straight whatever nfl have had a ton of bad press the last couple of years because of 100%. colin to the point where that where i'm sure it was affecting their bank it was affecting the bag so they knew they had to get a black person that is so beloved and so adored and respected that it's like, okay, we've got this guy on our side now. So it's like, we're mm, okay. Yeah. And it's kind of like, unfortunately, not, not to sound so, I guess, um, blunt and rude, but Jay-Z, you're kind of like 
you're like the magic negro it's like you're kind of you're kind of kind of tap dancing a little bit like yes you can you know infiltrate and do things on the side but from what we're getting from the outset it doesn't look like that's what we're getting because i feel like if it was those things i feel like that would have come out in the initial press release that would have come out in Mm. the initial and the way you were kind of diverting and kind of evading certain questions and the way you were just very dismissive Mm. every time colin was brought up it's just it's just very clear to me that you are doing this for Rock Nation. You're doing this for yourself. You're doing this because it's going to be a big payout. And ultimately, you're a businessman. You have like how many businesses of all the partnerships you could have done in the world, of all the businesses that exist, this is the one you wanted to partner with? If you were so ready to affect social change, there were so many other companies, which probably have probably like histories too. But there was even Collins to which throughout those whole two or three years, he didn't, there was no affiliation between the two in terms of business and yeah. helping those black kids uh, avoid the police brutality to which you said apparently were so aware about. And I know you fund prisoners. We get it. Like, Bell, like, you have done active steps to mm. do that and you continue to. You do. I'm never going to not acknowledge that because that's important, very important. But the fact that you and Colin didn't do a thing, like, it just makes me think there's a lot more to this story that we may not be aware of. Um, but what it looks like optically is a business move Mm. and a self-serving business Mm. move at that, not a Peter Pan kind of move in terms of Robin Hood, I'm thinking of, sorry, Robin Hood going back into the hood kind of thing. But that's that's that on that, same thoughts as last week kind of thing. I guess maybe I'm proven wrong. I hope I'm proven wrong and it actually affects the payers in a a better way, um, an ideal way. But um, it's quiet over here right now. That's me. Eden? Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I can add from the conversation um, that we had last week but I feel like there's a lot of misdirection when it comes to this um, especially when it comes to Jay-Z's decisions um, I feel like a lot of the rumours that came out afterwards were just pointless there was a lot of talk about him eventually owning an NFL team um, and people were kind of saying yeah he's going to own it so he can bring um, Kaepernick back um, I think we all know what it is at the end of the day and like what um, we said last week about how I know it sounds weird but Missy Elliott doesn't need an award for recognition and stuff mm. we don't need to basically say that it's a bad thing everyone knows it's a bad thing everyone knows that what Jay-Z has done isn't really to benefit the people he's saying it's supposed to um, and it's more of a move just to make him more money and when you accept that you don't really get annoyed by it because Jay-Z is a capitalist mm. and that's really all it is mm. to be honest he wants more money um, and maybe he deep down he really thinks he's actually changing things um, but I don't know I was listening to Three Shots of Tequila on the way here that's another podcast in the UK um, and they were talking about how um, there was an interview with Irv Goy and um, Irv Goy was talking about how Jay-Z helped him um, get some shows or something on TV but were, he, he was basically talking about the power and the influence that Jay-Z has on Black Hollywood mm-hmm. and that is why if Jermaine Dupree, not Jermaine Dupree, sorry. Um, who got the Super Bowl? Travis Scott. Travis Scott? No, no. Jay-Z said, don't do it. Who is that? It was, it was Travis Scott. Was it Jermaine? Dupree. Yeah, so Jermaine Dupree. Dupree, yeah. So Jermaine Dupree um, went to Jay-Z and asked for permission. Not permission, but he basically was like, should I do this? And Jay-Z was obviously like, no. And obviously the fact that Jay-Z's come back now and signed something is annoying. But I think the idea in Black Hollywood is like Jay-Z, what he says goes. And that's why like with people that are saying that Jermaine Dupree should have just done the deal in the first place. 
I feel like there's a there's a layer to Black Hollywood that isn't really spoken about. Like the way there's like key players and yeah, yeah, yeah. there's people who control the narrative and control a lot of the things that go on. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, Jay Z's a capitalist. I said this last week. It's going to be the same thing in two years, in ten years. Jay Z doesn't really care about um, the idea of freedom fighting if it doesn't involve money. And I don't know if that's the worst thing in a capitalist society because he has an enacted change. Um, he has done a few things for, say, Meek Mill, um, for some of the people that were killed in pre- police brutality. That's not taken away from the NFL whatsoever, but this deal in particular is bullshit. Um, and yeah, we but, all know that. But that's kind of the point. And this would be, I guess, the roundoff point. I think, like you said, he's done all these amazing things. Like he obviously produced the Trayvon documentary and he produced the... What's that other documentary you did, Nick? I don't know. He did another documentary about... No. Some, someone will tell us, but so, another black man who was killed in... Was it the Meek Mill one? No. No, that's not it. It was like an, a non-famous person who was killed in peace custody. He did like six-part documentary series by him. But yeah, the point I remember is, this. I remember this. And his was like a terrible story. And um, Jay-Z apparently like fought tooth and nail to get this project off the ground. But anyway, I think all of that to say is that I think doing it of the NFL sullies, almost sullies and almost disregards and almost is kind of like, it kind of makes, renders everything else irrelevant. Like, so you've done all of that, but you're now going to partner with the NFL Mm -hmm. who have the last three years have been just drenched (laughs) in negative press and associated with racism and capitalism and all that stuff. Like, and that's what I'm saying, of all the companies in the world you could have partnered with because you're Jay-Z, you're fucking rich. Them? Mm. it wasn't worth it I don't think I don't think it was worth it mm. but obviously time will tell but time will tell but I don't think anything's gonna change and I don't think Colin will get back in the NFL because Jay-Z's involved now yeah. and I don't think Jay-Z cares oh no they're two completely different issues I think people need to stop conflating like one doesn't equal the other Jay-Z doesn't have that power to get him back Jay-Z doesn't have the power to tell these teams to accept him for the next season like just doesn't work like that. Um, let's move on. Uh, more politics and music. So Rihanna's latest diamond ball will honour um, both the Barbados Prime Minister, Mia Motley, and um, activist, Sean King. Um, so yeah, Rihanna has this diamond ball every single year, which is brilliant. Star-studded attendees, the likes of Zendaya has been before. It's just a really big event. I think DeRay was at the last one actually as well. So um, yeah, DJ Khaled is set to perform as well. Um, it's the fifth annual diamond ball, just for context. Pharrell is there as well. Seth Meyers. Um. So there's a lot, there's just a lot going on. So Rihanna said, I can't imagine a better night than this year's um, Clara Le- Lionel F- uh, Foundation, sorry, event with Seth Meyers, Pharrell, DJ Khaled. I'm particularly honoured to present Prime Minister Motley and Sean King with this year's Diamond Ball Awards for their groundbreaking work. We are so thankful to them for joining us and making the night better than ever. So previous Diamond Balls, as I've said before, have featured a host of talent. So Kendrick Lamar's been there before, Childish Gambino. Um, Rihanna is a woman of the industry and she does love to include a lot of different attendees from politics to music to social stuff. So yes, this year's controversy um, was around Sean King. Uh, social media lit up a little bit. Um, loads of people um, petitioning kind of to not 
have him on the bill. Uh, open letters were written, um, loads of ads to Rihanna uh, on various platforms as well. People are very confused. So what are you guys' thoughts on particularly the Sean King angle of the Diamond Ball, the fifth annual one? Um, let me know. All right. So as a resident Bajan and the fact that it's carnival weekend, basically. That's not relevant to this story, but. What do you mean? Why isn't it? It's not. Finish your sentence. Just get to it. No, no. Why isn't it? Because it's President Motley. Prime Minister Motley, sorry. No, but the Sean King thing. Yeah, honoured by Rihanna, a Bajan. Yes. Prime Minister Motley. You know what? I'll let you have this. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, so I feel like in this situation, it's literally... I don't, I, it's unnecessary. <laughs> I just think it's unnecessary, personally. Um, Sean King, of all people... Um, as Nick said, there's a lot of history when it comes to activism. Um, there was a case, a few cases against him on um, Twitter where he threatened a few people um, and had what people call doxed them, which is basically leaked their information. Um, so, I mean, obviously he's not the best candidate. Um, and I kind of want to trust in Rihanna's vision a bit. Maybe there's a plan, but then it's another situation where there's a black issue and someone from, let's say, the upper echelon of black celebrityhood has decided to come with a solution that involves a perpetrator that goes against black culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rock Nation are doing a lot right now. Not signed to Rock Nation. Okay, so Rock Nation. Rock previous, yeah, I know. Yeah, previous. you know. <laughs> so previous Rock, Rock Nation. Jay-Z affiliates. Yes, exactly. Um, they're doing a lot right now. And I don't know what the direction is, but it seems like the whole world has gone mad. So <laughs> I, sh- I I don't know what to expect. Maybe maybe Beyonce is going to do a collaboration with. Um, sh- sorry, Shoppe just jumped at the mic. I'm not even going to finish that sentence. <laughs> He's like, not Beyonce. All right, cool. I'm not going to finish that sentence. Not my cool, queen. cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so let's get into it, Talcomex. Let's get into it. So basically, I think this is another case of why you cannot trust celebrities and their political judgment. Love Rihanna. I actually do. Business Ventures this year has been amazing. Like, I really love to see her coming into her own in that arena. Um, though I've been very, very critical of how she performs her music. Some of her music is great and she's been a really great pop artist. So I do love Rihanna. Always been a black, black woman, went to Black Girls Rock one of the years, had um, actually won an award, I believe, there as well. She's very much about black women and she will cuss you on whatever medium she feels possible to get that point across. Um, been authentically herself since the output. So I really love her as a black woman and a black representative and a Caribbean, like, come on, just winning um, at all fronts. So Rihanna loves you and um i'll wait to see how this plays out but sean king yeah you deserve to get dragged for this um talcum x you literally threatened clarissa brooks amongst other women earlier this year popular activist clarissa who's actually on the ground doesn't care about visibility that much and actually just does for her black peers um on the ground up an actual activist not a celebrity activist just to clarify so um yeah threatened her with legal action um basically seeped his followers into her overnight she received multiple abuse um i think it was back in february it was definitely early 2019 but um yeah he got dragged for that there was a big open letter that he released on medium to apologize but too little too late when someone's suffering from mental health as a side effect of what you've done to them especially as you pertain to persist that you were for black people um and for the black uh liberation in terms of like peace brutality all that kind of stuff that you've helped over the years and you attack 
black women the most vulnerable in that chain of hierarchy so fuck y'all for that um don't know why you're winning an award for that um especially as it's so soon in this year you did apologize but the damage is also also optically done and um has real term long-term effects even to this day um for carissa um i also just want to say there's an article on medium talking about the sean king we're not talking about um it's by to Tamila J. Gordon, it's a five minute read, released February 4th this year. It goes into more about Clarissa Brooks um, and the legal action that he was going to take. There was a 2015 article from the Daily Beast called where did all the money go Sean King raised for black lives go um, where Goldie Taylor provided an examination of King's participation in both funding and social justice Taylor asked in the article how much money was definitely raised and how much money of it was actually received because there's actually been multiple people who are meant to be beneficiaries of that money who over the years have come out and criticised Sean King for the lack of money that's what initially started the controversy and the tension between the black community and Sean King um, and his shady ways so I do not see the point of this award um i think it's very very undeserving and it just proves that you know celebrity activism um can just land you those golden plaques when you actually don't deserve it and you are harmful to the community more so than beneficial we do see your pandering every time a black case comes up and it's frankly while educating very performative in my opinion so sean king get your award get your laughs have your fucking champagne but fuck you forever all right so i'm going to be devil advocate eads at the moment so do we believe in redemption culture do we believe in cancel culture is this an opportunity for sean king to redeem himself or winning an award thank you like winning award doesn't do that it's okay so if there was this is 2019 he's still up for debate still harming it wasn't just carissa and one thing did we figure if he's black or not pardon did we figure out if he's actually Uh, black that's another politics i'm not going to get into the (laughs) materialism we can let the dna we can let maury a trip to maury can solve that but anyway in terms of clarissa he hurt multiple black women like it's not just one case and the thing is he did apologize to clarissa publicly to clarissa um but what i want to say is the actions need to speak out of four months or five months after I need to see a bit longer than that. I do believe in redemption culture. I definitely do. I do believe in people's actions being redeemable. And I do think Sean can prove his um, rights wrong, even if Clarissa herself doesn't forgive him. But an award literally five months, like she could have done a quick, her team, Rihanna's a busy woman. Okay, everyone has teams. One of your teams who was running the diamond, she probably has PR, all that kind of stuff. They could have done the research. The articles would have come up this year. And it's just it's just not the year. If it was next year and he did a big initiative, actually, and he, to be honest, he probably does help black lives in terms of like, I'm just being silly here, but he, he probably does have the balance of helping black lives. But that controversial case, and I just want that investigation to his legal funds of what happened in 2015, because that was the initial thing. Um, there was that racial thing on Twitter, whatever is his race, but I was just always like him and DeRay back in the day, gave him the benefit of the doubt, whatever. But that 2015 thing, I distinctly remember it. He was like, he didn't have a, he didn't have a, he literally didn't have an explanation. Like it was so muffled and muddy and we still haven't got to it to this day. So I just need the facts to be released. I believe in redemption culture 100%. Um, while I don't like David Lammy's actions, for example, I am watching to see if there's actual, you know, but in terms of what Sean King is this year, that's the only thing that's a red flag for me this year that I'm just like, you literally let your ego take but play 
and threatened legal action and sent your followers to go and cause harassment to these girls. Like, that's the only thing for me. Like, beyond that little performative speech that I did, like, five minutes ago, I do believe in redemption culture, 110%. But Sean King Award, after you've did this this year, I just think, Rihanna, the research was right there. Like, CNN covered this. BBC covered it. Like, come on, come on. Yeah, and just to clarify what I meant was not necessarily him receiving the award. I just meant like his actions afterwards. Do you think that would have kind of gone? So you're going to say an award shouldn't make you behave. Okay, that's fair enough. And it goes back to the next thing. If it was a case of where like some of these discrepancies were a couple of years ago and there's been some reform and some retribution, but you've literally been embroiled in controversies as early as like March of this year. Hmm. It's <laughs> like there was literally like anti Sean King hashtags mm. all over black Twitter this year. And like, yeah, there's been several think pieces, several media articles written, several threads done about Sean King this year, not just. And that's kind of why, I like, and now that I understand what it's like for not us to have teams, now that I, I really see it like on a daily basis, I kind of think that everyone has to be like, obviously, the artist has to be on point and know what they're doing, but who you hire have to be on point. And I just want to say this, this would not run in Beyonce's camp. This, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, and you all, the, the, the Navy can cast me, but you know it's true, and the Hive know it's true, this would not happen. This, If this was a Parkwood event, Sean King would not be getting anything. <laughs> yes, I know Beyonce's been pictured with DeRay, but I feel like the jury's more out on Sean King than DeRay. DeRay definitely does have, you know, there are some, I have some qualms with him. Me and Nick have discussed that several times. We have some qualms with Mr. McKesson. Um, but Sean King is just like, it's just unequivocal. No. Unequivocally, no. You are not for the people. And that's me. Okay, that's fair enough. I just wanted to see what you both thought um, because I do know there's that argument out there about um, if we should forgive people for their mistakes or um, just in general, if once someone's done something or a few things that are bad, is that it for them in the culture or just in general, whatever the culture is? Um, that's another conversation in itself. But I would say in this case, there would I would need to see actions. I'd need to see a concerted effort for you to try and to... Um, repair your mistakes, repair the damage, but that isn't the case for Sean King. And this goes for g generally everyone, even like your Doja Cats and whatnot. As any person who's been cancelled, literally goes for me. Like, what is his name? Daniel Caesar have not played mm. one lick of that album, and I'm waiting. So you can tell because you told me I went shit, Daniel. You told me that you know get in the winning race. Apparently, I have to do certain things to get in the race. So I'll do one thing to get in the race, and that's not playing your album. So, you know, I don't need to get hear with the winning team. Those beats don't need to hear them. Don't need to hear that expired rundown Jamaican interpretation that I've heard has apparently happened. So, yeah, we always wait and see. Um, there's redemption. You know, maybe Daniel Caesar can redeem himself in my books. But for now, it's a no. And Sean King is a big no for you until that charity thing or whatever. The money is recouped, accounted for, described where exactly each penny went. And yeah, I just think the redemption to black women that you've harmed truly needs to happen. So March to, what are we, August? Don't think that's enough time in my books for that. Some people have a short time span, I don't. So 
But Rihanna's team fucked up. I don't know how... Isn't it? Like, Rihanna, big, big I, Rihanna, you know? Like, I don't know how you have such a great team for everything else in your career. <laughs> but where was the research? Where, <laughs> where was, like, that's it. Where was the research? Like, it's the point of Sean King. It's like, if you Google him, within the first page, you'll see the positive and the negative. It's not like you have to go on, like, page 72 to mm. find it. It's like, there's been a massive disconnect with Sean King in the black community and in mm-hmm. activist spaces. It's very well documented that Sean King has somewhat of a problematic past and a problematic present. Like there's been issues with of like with money and mm-hmm. like there's been so much out there. And even me, like I don't even know the the true depth of his degradation in comparison to someone like Nick and Eden. But I like I know the base that I know that Sean King is someone that I shouldn't trust. Mm. I'm I don't doubt he has done some good and he's definitely brought awareness to a lot yeah, of yeah, these yeah, cases, one hundred percent. But there is like there's the other the other side. The other side. It's, it's very it's very complex. Not so black and white with him. Mm. <laughs> oh oh okay. Right, and last, we're going back to the UK. So um, this week, this has basically eclipsed social media, big trends um, with both names of people involved, um, as well as the third party. Um, so Stormzy, uh, Maya Jama, um celebrity goals, apparently, to some people. Um, the couple have split. Circulated social media early this week. Um so they focused on their careers. That's the PR kind of answer. Um, Maya Jammer's rep told the Metro, yes, I can confirm the relationship has ended and Maya has separated from Stormzy. Um, Jam- Maya Jammer actually celebrated her 25th birthday at Night Tales. Been there. It was a really good venue. Um, didn't go to the birthday, but Night Tales is really good. In Hackney on Sunday. So that was last Sunday. Um, with a lot of star-studded couples, um, the couple were actually pictured together last week on Wednesday. So it will be two weeks ago um, when this comes out. Yeah, so they spent the whole summer together. They've broken up. And then this has exploded that this apparently, according to the streets, was because of a Georgia Smith. Okay, Georgia Smith. Apparently Stormzy cheated on my jamming. This is very big apparently um it's allegedly even gonna cover myself legally here um supposedly supposedly suggestedly all of this cheated with georgia our last georgia who's dominating the states right now so dominating um, what states well touring the states okay yeah there we go um dominating on a tour front anyway um yeah, with our good so, friend raven Linnae. yes 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 which optically looks a bit weird anyway but um always thought that since it was announced but anyway what do you guys think of this rumor that is circulating around about georgia sif and stormzy and my jammer uh i think the whole situation is immature if i'm being honest um obviously my jammer and stormzy were kind of like black britain's uh you can you compare them to uh black britain's <laughs> is it fair to say david and victoria wait before you continue i actually didn't know we as a culture care that much about their relationship till this week i did not know that yeah like literally since they did that was it vogue shoot um yeah and then they're back and forth on twitter about mcdonald's at late at night or whatever there was that and that made press and they 
loads of think pieces on the metro about how relatable the couple is and all that so they're hustlers they're winning Maya's presenting Stormzy's on the charts like everyone just loves it black British excellence apparently suggestedly reportedly not even throwing shade but I just do you know what it is with me I just don't pay attention to this shit like relationships couples like all this kind of stuff it's just whatever but yeah people loved it they were down to earth in it like spoke to the people when they saw them so you know how down to earth they are that's why people love them apparently. I remember seeing one tweet saying that oh nah man Storms in my can't be broken up otherwise I'll give up in love I'll give up on love like love can't be real like what? No, no, I have to ask again when, where have I been on social media? I did actually, or not on my tail, have I seen us really uphold? Because we definitely do it with like Tiana and Amon and Beyonce and Jay-Z and some other prominent couples. But I have literally never seen... Tiana and who? Amon. Tiana. Tiana's man. Sex appeal. Oh, the sex Taylor. appeal. Yeah, we want to oh. see the sex tape. We want to see the sex tape. But like, so there are definitely couples that, I, that are famous that I definitely can see that we definitely prize them up. Like Garrow Union, do we know? Like, there's definitely the ones that I see. But I have never ever seen anyone on my timeline talk about Stormzy my jammer being my, a couple goals all I hear about them is my bitch being a racist and Stormzy ignoring it not a racist a colorist okay but ba- back to the point all I knew of her is being a colorist that's all I've ever heard in this relationship that's all I've heard in this relationship so when I'm seeing all this this these reactions and to be fair they weren't on my TL there were things that I was reading and from my co-workers I was just like, I did not know we cared that much. That's all. But, you know, um, you know, sometimes growth is necessary. You know, people are trash, you know, and you know, they're not meant to be together. So, you know, I wish them the best individually. Um, and I and I don't believe Georgia was a part of that. I, I think that it's just like some industry nonsense. I haven't, I like, not even because jo- George is in a relationship with Joel Compass, but I just don't. It just doesn't. Do you know what people are saying? People are saying because Maya, I think, unfollowed Stormzy and Georgia Smith. That's how the assumptions Who came together. Who keeps track of that? I, I've always wondered how do you, how do you always find that? Because like stands do that all the time. Like they'll go on Nicki Minaj's timeline and see she's unfollowed Rihanna and be like, oh, they're beefing or whatever. And it's like, how do you know? It, how do you know that? I have no idea. But do they go on it every day? Just like oh, Rihanna, who you follow? Oh, you just follow Shawn Mendes? Like what? What? Like what? What's going on? What is going on? Like they said that do Rihanna. They were saying Rihanna. Um, has a song with Lady Gaga because she followed her on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. It's like, no, maybe she just flagged her yeah. Instagram. Someone just followed Normali. I was just like, what? Yeah, maybe they just like, like her Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like, <it's> just <laughs> like, they just like her it's page. It's like normal people. Like, you could just be famous and follow someone you see on your explore page. You're just like, I fuck with the fashion or like, oh, shit. why am I not following Lady Gaga? It yeah. might have just been that. Yeah, like, oh, girl, she back. And I didn't follow. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not that deep. Um, with this My Jammer and Stormzy thing, they're both doing, they're both at the best parts of their careers, to be honest. So they'll be fine. Mm-hmm individually no in terms of optics money status all that kind of stuff so yeah um stormzy i've always been here or there about the music anyway maya great presenter all this kind of stuff um so yeah they'll be they'll be fine the bag is still secured it might even get bigger to be fair so um we'll see stormzy put maybe heartbreak or two track ed sheeran team up or something um something like that there's an ed sheeran discussion going on maybe we'll discuss it next week but um yeah i think whatever i don't i'm indifferent to the situation hope they enjoy carnival like that that's like <laughs> you know like maya might do red bull flow and as long as he can do whatever performance you know i don't know um but i don't really care about this all right cool um 
So that's the episode for today, guys. Just going to say a number of things of why things might be sounding a bit different or stuff like that. So we're in a new space. And um, we said that at the beginning of the season. Um, this place seems to be really busy with quite a few people today, but one of the mics wasn't working. So Nick and I had to share a mic. Um, so hopefully the audio comes out okay. We'll be back with an even stronger episode next week. With yeah. a very special guest. With a very special guest, yeah. Um, so just let us know what you think, guys, of the content. Uh, probably don't talk about this <laughs> this episode in particular. But yeah, we hope you enjoy the rest of your weeks. Carnival's coming up. Um, I'm probably going to put some carnival music after speaking. Nick, do you want to say your people? Yeah, I just hope my fellow West Indians enjoy carnival. People who are guests obviously enjoy as well. Um, enjoy the vibes. Um, don't want to hear anything on the sound systems. That's like dubstep and stuff, not going to lie. But um, hopefully I didn't uh, in retrospect. But hopefully catch some wines. Hope you caught some. Uh, and I hope it was good vibes. PVO. <laughs>